Good morning, everybody. It's good to be here and glad to have you here this morning. I hope everyone has secured a bulletin. Our lesson is going to continue with the bulletin that we were discussing this morning in Sunday school. I keep saying, when you're not here for Sunday school, you miss some good teaching. Amen. You miss some good edification. You miss some good encouraging. And it's just somewhere you should make it a habit to show up for. Man. Sunday school is designed to help us. Yeah. To help us. Amen. Amen. Anybody don't need any help in this Christian walk. All of us need some help. Amen? Amen. So what I would like to do, I'm going to read down uh, these things that the Lord expects of his church. And not of this building, but of us, the church. We are the church. This building is just a location, a shelter to provide warmth, heat, and comfort from the elements where the church is. Members assemble. And the Lord expects something out of us. He has given so much. So it's only right that he expects something out of us. As the uh, scripture text was read into your hearing in Titus 2, it says, verse 14, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people. That's us. Peculiar. Zealous of good works. We should be full of, of zeal, excitement, good works to glorify God. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise you. Amen. Now, that's a charge to me. Amen. And so... Let's look at the bulletin. It said a church is to be obedient to God's word. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read all the scriptures and we won't get to all of them today, but we're going to get to what needs to be really addressed for us. The church is to be energetic. The church is to endure against opposition. The church is to be sound and doctrine. Yeah. Sound and doctrine. The church is to be tireless in their labor for the Lord. The church is to be courageous even to the point of death. Can the church say amen? Amen. The church is to be loving in disposition. The church is to exhibit righteousness, peace, and joy. Amen? Amen. The church is to be confident, always trusting in God. Let me read that again. The church is to be confident, always trusting in God. The church is to serve the needs of others. Amen. God served our needs, did he not? And he saw what wretched condition we were in and yet still he loved us so much. He provided a sin sacrifice that we could be reconciled back unto him. Amen. The church is to grow spiritually and numerically. But remember, spiritually first. Amen. Spiritually. We live in a society today where people put numbers over spirituality. 
So you end up with a large crowd of lost people. The church is to be pure and penitent. Simply meaning having a heart that, hey, when I'm wrong, I admit it. I can can admit to that. I can confess to that. The church is to refuse to tolerate false teaching. Amen. Amen. I don't care how much money you drop in the collection plate. That don't give you any position to supersede what the word of God says. I don't care where you work. I don't care what you drive. I don't care who you know. And that should be all of our attitude. The only thing that really should matter is the truth. God's word should be the main focus of our concern. The church is to discipline wayward members. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The church is to discipline wayward members. But if everybody abide and do what they're supposed to, you ain't got to worry about it. That's right. That's right. That's right. But act up if you want to. It's in the Bible. But it's done in love. Amen. 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 The church is to be zealous and stable. Not just tilting this way this week and tilting this way and you don't know what the leadership believe. You don't know what the leadership stand on. No, the church should be stable. Amen. When somebody asks you, man, what, what does the Locust Grove Church of Christ believe? All, all you need to know is the scriptures. Amen. That's what we believe. You ain't got to make up anything. That's right. Because that's, right. that's where we stand. Amen. Because the truth is stable. Amen. Amen. The church is to practice self-evaluation. We need to always look at ourselves. Examine ourselves to see if we are in the faith. Don't get caught up in thinking of yourself higher than you ought to. Because you know what? The devil can deceive you. We need to always check ourselves. And spend more time checking ourselves than pointing out the faults in others. Amen, somebody. The church is to have Christ as an abiding presence. The church is to have Christ as an abiding presence. We need to always know there's an all-seeing eye watching you. And we should live our lives as if it becomes the gospel. Because our lives are to glorify God to exemplify and to reflect on the one who saved us so we need to always have a keen presence about that it says the Lord expected these spiritual characteristics to exist not only in the first century church but expects them to exist in the 21st century church as well These are things we should exemplify. We should be demonstrating as we go from day to day as members of the Lord's church. The first one said the church is to be obedient to his word. We talked about in Sunday school this morning how important the word is to us. Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Every word, not most not many, but every. Amen. Every word that God has left for us is important. Right. 
a simple is, I is, and a simple and, A-N-D. Yeah. You know, people want to debate the truth. But, you know, ain't no debating the truth. The truth is the truth. Amen. Mark 16, 16. What is there to debate about that? People want to refute baptism. How can you refute he that believe it and is baptized? See, that and is very critical in that component of that passage. It joins your understanding and belief to prompt you to be baptized. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. That's the Bible. But there are people who debate that. Well, the and doesn't really join as you state that it joins. Well, ever since I remember watching Schoolhouse Rock, Conjunction Junction, what's your function? And has always connected to. And it's sad to say I got more faith in Schoolhouse Rock than a lot of these folk walking around with these letters behind their name. Man. Man. But the truth will stand, folks. And that's why we need to understand we live by God's word. Man. That's what's going to get us to heaven, folks. And without it, we're going to be lost. The church is to be energetic. We talked about that. I know some of you are dragging. You lost an hour this morning. But that doesn't mean God still ain't good. Amen. He woke you up. Yes, he, did. he woke you up that you know you missed an hour. Right, right. <laughs> it's a lot of folks dead. That's right. Guess what? And that hour loss don't mean anything to them. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's right. <laughs> but you were so blessed by God to know you lost an hour. Amen. But did you really lose an hour? No, nah. You ain't lost anything. Amen. Not considering the blessing that God saw fit to wake you up. Amen. And that covers, man, any complaint that you might have. Amen. So we need to be energetic. Yeah. The first century church, they were under persecution. But yet, they scattered and still went out and preached. Amen. Under persecution. Yeah. Man, sometimes I just think we just got it too easy. Right. <laughs> The church is to endure against opposition. Yeah. I don't care what laws, what may arise in our society. We got to depend on the truth of God. Man. What did Jesus say in Matthew 16 when he told Peter that uh, he's going to build his church? Now, yeah. Peter, and upon this truth, upon this rock, yeah. I will build my church. And the gates of what? Hell, Hell shall not what? Prevail against it. The Lord has made it clear. My church is going to stand. My church is going to survive. But we got to have faith. To abide in it. We have to stand against opposition. Everybody is not going to agree. That there is only one body. And we don't have to be upset. We don't have to get all bent out of shape. Because the person said. I just don't believe that. That's their problem. What does Ephesians 4 and 4 start off saying? There is one body. Why should I argue with somebody and I know it's there? That's right. 
And that one body is the church. So the opposition will come, but don't tuck tail and get all nervous and scared and upset. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Because the word, guess what? It's what's going to get us to heaven. Amen. Is that all right? Amen. The church is to be sound in doctrine. Oh, that's so important. Yes, the church is to be sound in doctrine. Yes. Many things going on in the world of religion today. Mm-hmm. Many changes are occurring in the world of religion today. Amen. But here's the thing. Except the Lord build a house. They that labor. They that build it, they labor in vain. And that's the problem. All of these other religious institutions belong to men. That's right. And men have a right to change and add and do whatever they want to in those institutions. But the foundation for the Lord's church, the church of Christ, it has already been laid. And there's no need for any man to change anything. That's right. How, what, how would you discredit God and saying a dumb man, a dumb, pathetic, evil-hearted man need to help God and lay in the foundation of how God wants to be worshipped, what God meant when he breathed his word. So you're telling me God is either on the same level as a dumb man or man is on the level of an awesome, great God. No. God spoke and said what he said. He meant what he said. Therefore, you can't come into a house that belongs to God and make changes. Psalm 111 and verse 9. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says he sent redemption yeah. unto his people. Yeah. He commanded his covenant forever. Yeah. Holy and reverent is his name. Man. But men came along and said, well, that's reverend so-and-so. Uh. That's reverence. So, but the Bible says holy and reverend is God's name. So how can a man be elevated? And in this 2020, how can a woman be elevated to be called reverend? Amen. Heard on the radio this morning. What, what, Gerard? Gerard. Gerard, I heard on the radio this morning some lady down there in Forsyth. Apostle. Rotier Rosier. I said... I said, Gerard didn't tell me about that. <laughs> Is that your cousin, bro? I said, Gerard ain't said a word about that. We got to go find her, man. We got to go find her. Let her know. God ain't ordained or put no woman as an apostle. There ain't no apostles of Jesus Christ Amen. that exist today. Now, there, there are some lying apostles Amen. that exist today, as Paul put. Lying apostles. Yeah. But the apostles served their purpose 
And as time went on, you know, the church matured and there was no need for it anymore. Amen. Amen. And while I'm here, God haven't charged or permitted any woman to get up and to preach Amen. and to usurp authority over a man. Amen. Folks, it's, trust me, it's simple. In Ephesians 5, it outlines the role, responsibility, duties of husband and wives Amen. to each other. But most importantly, unto God. Amen. But if God put the husband to be head over the wife, what sense would it make to take the woman out of her role and being submissive to the husband and then put her over somebody else's husband in the church? Well, it's 2020, Brother May. And God's word is settled in heaven. Amen. Did you get a memo stating uh, God changed his mind about the role of a woman? Let me tell you, God has plenty of things to do for women in his church. Amen. And my favorite one is in Titus 2. Yeah. The first thing is God said for the woman to present herself holy. That the word of God be not blasphemed. So the first work that any woman in the church need to work on is to present herself holy. You got to abide in the truth, in the word. Man, if, if if you don't pass that criteria, you can forget about the rest. Because as far as the rest of what Titus 2 outlined is being an example. Yeah. Teaching. Yeah. Showing thyself. Yeah. A pattern. An example. Yeah. But if you don't present yourself in holiness, mm. you can't do the rest. Amen. Amen. You could be a hell raiser. Mm-hmm. You, could teach, you could teach your daughters and other women how to be Jezebels and everything else. But the Bible said, holy. Holy. Is that all right? Well, I move on from that. But the church is to be sound in doctrine. We're living in this time now. Folks, you know, you're listening, you're listening to Kirk Franklin and Paul Morton and uh, what, what's, the, what's the guy to be screaming like a woman all day? <laughs> Some Donald Trent tie something, whatever. And y'all get all pumped up listening to that stuff when you're away from church and then get her up. Man, how come we can't have it up in here? Where is it written? Amen. Where is it written? Amen. You can listen to it all you want to out there. But when it comes to our worship, we got to be sound in doctrine, folks. You know, it don't take it don't take a genius to pull up YouTube and see how many congregations have erred from the truth. Well, we figured we could get the get the audience pumped up and. 
fired up, they'll give more money. Let me tell you something. If the heart ain't right in how you're giving, it ain't no good anyway. Amen. Amen. I shouldn't have to bring in the GAP band or, or the SOS band to pump you up and get you excited to give. Let me tell you something about people. I don't care who you bring in. You can, you can raise Luther Vandross from the dead. If folks ain't going to give, they ain't going to give. That's why your heart has to be right. The church is to be tireless in their labor for the Lord. Ain't no retirement system around here as a Christian. There's always something to do. As long as the Lord give you health and strength to do something, you need to be doing it. I think about Sister Leslie all the time. Yes, you know, Sister Leslie been at that uh, nursing home facility, but you know what? There's not a moment when she have the energy or the mindset she's going to tell somebody about the church. Yes, now think about that. Yeah. She's laying up there with a feeding tube and sometimes don't have the strength or the mindset to really do anything, but man, when she does... She don't use where she is a resident at as an excuse not to share the gospel. Not to tell people the truth. And we walking around in better health than her. And won't say a word. Talking about, well, I'm looking forward to retirement. You better be careful. Because the other retirement might come sooner than you think. Ain't no retirement thing serving the Lord on this earth. Amen. It's something for you to do long as he got you here. Amen. You can lie on your deathbed and you can still encourage somebody. Yes, sir. And when the Lord is ready for you to retire, he'll call you on. He'll call you on. Where folks get this mess from? I, I want to retire and just lay back and do nothing. <laughs> You forgot, you forgot the curse? Did you forget the curse, my brother? That ain't in the plan. You've been cursed. And it's, we got to accept it. It's our role to work. That's right. Well, it used to be from what I see now. A lot of men ain't working. And then reverse the curse and put it on the woman for her to take care of the man. Anyway, I'll move on to something else. Mm. But there's something for us to do while we live. Amen. The church is to be courageous even to the point of death. To be courageous. The Lord is my rock. He's my light. He's everything. Whom shall I fear? What did David say in the 23rd Psalm? Yea, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death. Nothing to fear. You know why? For thou art with me. What is that a fear? Be courageous. Be courageous because that's a, that's a reflection of your faith. Do you truly 
trust God? Do you truly believe in God? Well, if you do, you will be courageous. I'm not saying go out there and be crazy. I'm not saying go out there and provoke people because people will shoot you. People will kill you. I'm simply saying you don't have to back down from the truth. Just because that church got 1,400, 2,000 members, that don't mean they're right. Doesn't mean they're right. How many many men stood up on the day of Pentecost? The Bible said Peter and the what? Eleven. Stood up. They were accused of being drunk. Yeah. I'm sure they probably caused some other things. Yeah. But Peter said, oh, no, they're not drunk, man. You know what time it is. But you know what? They were courageous. Amen. And they stood forth. Why? Because they trusted in God. Man. We have to trust God. Young Amen. folks, you better learn to trust in God. Amen. You better learn. Because yeah. you're going to be tempted if you haven't already been. To our young man, you're going to be tempted. Make some quick money. Just sell this or drop this off, this and that. Let me tell you, it could get you in a world of trouble. You better learn to trust God and wait on him. Young ladies, especially this sex trafficking thing in our society. There are young girls your same age who are out there recruiting, trying to bring you into it. You're looking at the purse. The Dooney and Burke, the coach, and all this stuff. Little girls in middle school and high school walking around. Man, the last time I looked at a purse like that, it was six, seven, eight hundred dollars or more. Louis Vuitton. Where, where'd she get money from to buy something like that? But see, they, tie, they entice you. You're looking at the red bottom shoes she wear. What in the only red bottom shoes I get? I paint them and paint them on the bottom. <laughs> Why is a young girl in high school wearing red bottom shoes? Oh no. But you know what? That intrigues you as young people and say, oh shoot, she be she be dressing to kill. She look good, this and that. Oh, she'll share with you. She'll talk to you. She'll introduce you to somebody and then you disappear. Amen. Amen. Put stuff in your head. You go home and tell your mama she a fool. You tell your daddy he's stupid. Why don't you leave me alone? Now all of a sudden your mama and your daddy the ones who clean your butt, bought diapers and bought you clothes. They're your worst enemy. And you think this man or this woman out there who you're going to end up working for and selling your body for, you think they love you. You better be careful. Because it's real. And Atlanta is the number one hub. And some of you probably even know some girls operating like that. Let me tell you Ain't no shoes, ain't no purse, ain't no outfit worth you selling your body or being kidnapped and you disappearing and ending up somewhere nobody will ever know. Better wait on the Lord. The church is to be loving in disposition. Just because we disagree don't mean we don't love you. We're not hateful people. That's right. 
we just don't approve of sin. Amen. Amen. When sin arises, we deal with it. Right. Doesn't mean we hate you. That's right. So our, our disposition can't help but be of love because God is love. love. Amen. So it has to be our disposition. Amen. The church is to exhibit righteousness, peace, and joy. Yeah. That should always be about us. That's right. Righteousness. What is right? You know what? If you're on your job or somewhere and people get into a dispute about something, you know what? They should recognize you as one to say they're going to tell you're going to tell the truth. You should be that one that sticks out. That's what we should always be about, folks. The church should be comfort. It's to be confident, always trusting in God. Mm. Mm. The church should be confident, always trusting in God. That's important, folks. That's important. Because if I'm always trusting in God, I'm not going to try to analyze everything away or guess or try to figure out. I'm just going to trust God. That he's going to provide. He's going to do what he said he's going to do. He's going to take care of things. I just need to trust him. We sing a song. Trust and what? Obey. Obey. For there's what? No other way way to be happy in Jesus but to what? Trust and obey. obey. We need to be confident. And parents, let me say this. Our children as they grow up need to see the confidence that we have in God. Instead of cursing because I'm, I'm, I'm late on a bill, I ain't got money for a bill. Instead of talking about the bill collector's mama and grandmama and all this stuff when they call this and that. You know what? They need to see in us that I'm going to trust in God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pray. I'm going to call on God. I'm, I know God is going to provide and help me through this. Yeah. That's what they need to grow up. Seeing. That's yeah. what they need to grow up hearing. Yeah. They need to hear from us as parents that we believe and trust in God. Man. That's right. Man, anybody could curse and fuss. That's right. But when you are steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in the Word, you know what? The Word will get you through. Amen. The Word will get you through. I'm not going to finish. It says, the church is to serve the needs of others. That's right. The church is to serve the need. I was so encouraged this week. I had a text message to pop up on my phone. Don't know who it was, but they, they introduced themselves. They said that they live in Noble, Georgia. I said, we're in the world in Noble, Georgia. <laughs> All I know is almost two hours away from Locust Grove. But they said in the text message, they said, thank you so much. I listen to your podcast with the Locust Grove Church of Christ all the time. Thank you for preaching the truth. Man, I was encouraged. I was encouraged. I, I, I can't get that from some folks around here. 
So, oh, no, don't, don't be trying to overrun me and overflood me today. <laughs> spread it out. Spread it out. Spread it out. <laughs> but it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And that's why, folks, God, when you stop and consider all that he has given, yeah. all that he has done, yeah. how can we not exhibit these things that we read? Right here. How can we not be energetic? How can we not care about the lost souls of those out there in the world when God cared about ours? We love him not because we loved him first, but he first loved us. Even when we didn't have sense to love ourselves. Isn't that a wonderful thing? That we have, we have a God who loved us and thought so much about us that even while we were dwelling in our own sins, yeah. he spared us. That's right. He spared us. That's right. You can't deny that. I dare you to say, I wasn't out there doing nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. I dare you. And if you feel confident enough to say it, let me introduce you to one of the world's greatest lives. (laughs) The fact that you were apart from God, you were doing wrong. So think about these things, church. I just believe the Lord has so many, many great works for us to move forward and accomplish and do. But we need to do it according to truth. We need to do it in accordance to love. We need to do it in accordance to how God would have us to do it. And not get caught up in what we think and what we feel. The contract has been signed and forwarded to the bank. Uh, The bank, I told them we want to expedite this and get it done. So I'm waiting to get a closing date established. And... Like we sing in the song, soon and very soon, we're on this next door. And that noise you hear over there now, you won't hear it anymore. But you know what? It's going to take more than Brother May. It's going to take a made-up mind collectively that we're going to move forward. If God opened the door, why not walk through it? You walk through doors that God don't open for you. Then you have to call him and say, save me, rescue me. Why not walk through a door that has been presented and it is open? So let's let's do what's right. Let's trust in God. And let's not forget, man shall not live by what? But by what? Every word that proceeded from the mouth of who? God. God has the best fitness plan you can ever imagine. And his fitness plan goes beyond this life. The Bible said bodily exercise profited you very little in this life as far as, you know, working out. I'm not against working out. Just don't ask me to go with you. I'm not against it. I'm just being honest with you. I'll watch you work out. 
Matter of fact, I'll watch you walk. And everything. I might even say, hey, do a mile for me. <laughs> but I'm not against it. But I tell you what I am for. Living godly. Amen. Holy. Amen. Righteous. Amen. Because you know what? Even though I may die, what you may call out of shape. Yeah. That ain't going to stop me from going to heaven. That's right. Amen. 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 Folks, folks working out every day. Looking like a six pack or any other kind of packs, all fit in, and they drop dead. That's right. That's right. And if your house ain't in order spiritually, what good is that? What truly matters in life is guess what? Living God. I'm not knocking eating healthy. I think it's a great thing we push in to eat healthy and all of this. Just don't bother the chicken. You hear that, Jamal? Just don't bother the chicken, bruh. Jeff, we put the word out. going to be a riot around here. And all I'm going to do is point at Jamal. <laughs> but it's a great thing. We, we have great articles provided every week uh, to encourage us to eat healthier. And this week, article is about sleep. Lord have mercy. I need, I need another hour just for that. But parents, let me say this. Quit jumping up putting your kids on these medications. Amen. Take that done cell phone from them at night and allow them to go to sleep at night. Matter of fact, put yours up too. Yes, sir. But especially the children, yeah. they going to school, drunk, mad, cranky. And then here, the, the folks at school, they're looking at this behavior, they're documenting it, then they're rebellious, disrespectful toward the teachers and everything, and they're just documenting, document, document. Yeah. Then they want to refer and say, put them on the meditation. Yeah. No, in many cases, the only thing wrong with your child is some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Up all night, FaceTime. Yeah. Wing. Ooh. Probably showing things when they laying in bed, nobody should be seen. That's right. Right. Mm. Or on the phone, texting all night, doing this online. You don't know who they talking to. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Wake up next morning, room empty, they gone. Right. They're going to meet their internet day. Take the phone. Hit here. And, and young folks, brother may love you to death. And that's why I don't care what you think about what I'm doing. <laughs> Make it a practice. Yeah. Every night before you go to bed, before you, parent, go to bed, mm-hmm. have a place for them to set their phone in your room. That's right. yeah. Yeah. In your bedroom. Yeah, Ain't no leaving it out. Right. Yeah. No, they'll get up and get it. Yeah. That, that, that cell phone, iPad, you know they can talk on those iPads. Yeah. Have a set time to shut that stuff off. Yeah. Who's calling them at 12, 1 in the morning? Right. What kind of job they work? <laughs> That somebody need to talk to them at 12 or 1 o'clock. 
Old folks would tell me growing up, the only thing open after 12, walk the house and... Ain't got no money to go to Waffle House, but they'll sneak out of the house and go open their legs. I'm just trying to help you. I ain't concerned about these kids not liking what I'm saying. Foolishness is bound in the heart. I might be dead and gone by the time they get to an age and say, you know what? He really cares. Yeah. But right now, I know they ain't got sense enough to Because they want what they want. That's right, man. That's right. And I'm trying to encourage you as a parent to be a parent. Amen. Save them. That's right. Take that phone. You ain't got the courage to take it. Go in and set that control body to show you how to do it. Yeah. At 10 o'clock, it just shut down. Yeah. You be talking and all of a sudden, it's just click. <laughs> just that sample. What do your child need to be talking about that day at night? That's right. Putting them on these medications and altering their behavior yeah, and yeah. everything. Uh, and now, sometimes, guess what? It just drives them to even worse behavior. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. When all you really had to do, let them get some sleep. Yes, yeah. that's it. So take it for what it's worth. Yeah, I'm just a dumb preacher. I'm just a dumb preacher. Who raised three grown children of my own. Who ain't never had to get out of jail. Amen. Well, amen. 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 Get all three through college. That's right. Man. But I'm just a dumb preacher. And I'm proud to say to my kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying we don't have our disagreements and everything, but you know what? I thank God right. for that. And I thank God for the word and having the courage to believe the word worked. That's right. Man. And you know what? It did. It did. Man. I'm just telling you, try God. That's right. Try God and right. see if the word don't work. That's right. Man, let, let, let your kids pout. Let, let, you know, for a little while. Amen. Then get that rod where they behind out. Paying no dumb bills and everything and talking about my phone, my this, my that. Man, make, make them pay the mortgage one month. Yeah. <laughs> not, not cable, not right. water. Right. Make them pay the mortgage one month. Right. And tell them, if it ain't paid on time, you're going to live on the street. Huh. Because, see, sometimes our kids don't appreciate all that we do for them and right. going out to work and Amen. doing all this stuff. And they just sit back like they're entitled and privileged. <laughs> Give me. Give me. Oh, the new phone is out. <laughs> I need an upgrade. You need to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> 
I said enough. <laughs> you're here today. And you're ready to make that decision to put Christ on in baptism. Give your life to Him. To surrender your life. Just like my man Jamal. Amen. That's right. That's right. Man. Yes, sir. My man. Yes, sir. Not only a new creature in Christ. Yeah. But a new way. Man. Man. But I tell you what, ain't no better life. Amen. I'm not saying you're not gonna have some bumps in the road or whatever, but right. at least you got somebody help you with the bumps. That's right. The devil lied to you. That's right. The devil lied to you, so I'll help you out. I got you. I got you covered this and that. Man, look through the Bible. He's yeah. been lying since Genesis. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and still lying. That's right. And and on top of that, he don't love you. Amen. But God does. Amen. God proved his love. Yes, he has. The devil ain't never proved no love to you about anything. Amen. You're ready to make that decision to give your life to Christ. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah. You have to understand, folks, it's not about giving some of your will. It's about giving your whole will. Amen. Whatever his will is, that's your will Amen. from that point forward. Whatever he desires you to do, that's what you do. Amen. It's a growing process. Everything won't occur overnight, but you've got to be committed to doing it. Amen. And if you finish this race faithfully, there's a crown of life awaiting you. But if you choose not, there's an eternal damnation waiting to judge you. So you know what? To live is Christ. To die is gain. Amen. That should be every Christian's model. That, that's what Paul said, right? Man. To live is Christ. To die is gain. For us who are members of the church, we know the rules. You need prayer. You're struggling. Why do you think this place is called a house of prayer? Why do you think we come together? To encourage, to exhort. To listen, to help one another. Amen. Because there's nothing you're going through or haven't been through that somebody else can, can relate to you about. That's right. And if you say, well, nobody in here been through what I have, Jesus understands. Amen. Now tell me he don't. And why are why, why you being so boastful about what you've been through? That ain't in the brag about Amen. What you need to be boasting about is God can save you out of it. Amen. That's right. And bring you into something better. Amen. Why don't you take advantage of it today? Yeah. Ask the church to pray with you, for you. Get your house in order. Amen. You worrying about coronavirus and worrying about this and that. Folks still dropping dead over other stuff. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. And your soul shall be required. But you know what? That don't have to be a scary thought. That really can be and should be a rejoicing moment. Amen. What's our song? 633. 633 is our invitation song. I don't know if I helped anybody.